Notre Dame is an academic school first and foremost. Okay, sports are second to that to that school. All right. Overrated. <laughs> Throw the flag. Rough in the past. Was that your question? Was that your Ruff. question? Of the, of the <laughs> I can't whistle right now for some reason. I usually can whistle, but I can't whistle right now. So it's gonna have to do. Okay. USC said, "Hey, Lincoln." Here's $100 million. Come coach our team. I'm going to say this real quick. If you're one of those people that has a problem with the way this coach talks, then you obviously haven't played a competitive sport, and you just need to stick to participation trophy. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Real Fans Football Talk. Today's hosts are myself, Cody Marine. And I'm Kay McCowan. This is Real Fans Football Talk. Let's get it. From the heathens, got will, got fight, got pride, got reason. If they wanna go eat, then you know I'm gonna feed them. If you're coming for me, hope you're ready for a demon. I got eyes in the back of my head, I'm seeing. Take me for granted, and you know I'm leaving. I'ma take what's mine with the webs I'm weaving. I could take this crap from seeing to believing. Got a taste for blood, and my tongue keeps bleeding. From the words I spit, so sharp, so freezing. So cold, behold, frostbite, they feeling. I could take you a pot or I could go heal them don't believe in faith don't believe in ceilings I just need a taste and my mind starts feeling what is good everyone welcome to real fans football talk Kane yes sir it's been a while it's been, it's been a little, little while but it's been a minute but we're here we're doing it Dude, it's 2022. Yes, sir. The season is literally here. Hey, man. I mean, the Hall of Fame game, from what I saw, I wasn't able to watch the whole game, but from what I was able to watch, you know, it looked, it looked, it looked pretty good. Oh, yeah. Dude, um, this season is going to be, dude, insane. Crazy. Insane this year, bro. Look. Crazy. The AFC West, we already talked about this. They're gonna be nutty, and but there's just so the AFC in general is gonna be psycho. But I, I, I'm just I'm all over the place right now. I'm hyped. We're back, y'all. Real fans, football talk. Let's get started. Yes. But the fact, like you said, the AFC man, it's gonna be hard to predict. <laughs> it's gonna oh, be yeah. hard to predict. Oh yeah. We're going to open the show up today with Kyler Murray. Um, got a huge contract extension. Um, man's, man got paid. The man got paid. Now, as most everyone knows who pays attention, when he got his new contract, there was a weird clause in the contract saying he needed to study four hours of film per week. Study... He had to study four hours of film per week in his closet, and if not, it was it was it was voided. Right. And then that you know the the press made a big deal out of it. You know they were going nuts over it. They were like freaking out. Everyone's losing their minds. You know talking about you know questioning his work work ethic things like that. And then Kyler Murray come out with a unscheduled press conference to kind of defend himself, like saying things like, right. you know, 
I wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't prepare, if I didn't study, if I didn't work, I wouldn't be where I am, like pretty much to sum it up. And I agree. I mean, I agree. Uh, you don't get in the NFL on pure talent. There's plenty of pure talent dudes out there. It takes more than that. You got to work, mm. you know? Um, and Kyler Murray is one of the best. I know people might disagree with that, but he is one of the best. I mean, I just kind of, I'm going to read a little bit of stats off for you. Just, just in his NFL career since 2019, um, he's, let's see here. He's 66%, almost 70%, or almost 67% uh, career completion percentage right now. Um, I mean, that's, in, in your career, that's pretty dang good. He's, you know, in three years, he's thrown for 11,480 yards. Uh, in all three seasons, he's thrown for over 3,000 yards. That's including his rookie season, bro. I mean. Yeah, I mean, well, his, I think his 2020 year was his best year so far in his career. It was good. It was good. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's see. So 2020, he had 67, 67.2% uh, completion percentage. Uh, damn near 4,000 yards. Yeah. Um. You know, and his, his touchdown to, uh, interception ratio, not the greatest, but not the worst either. 26 uh, touchdowns, 12 interceptions. I mean, I'll take that. Uh, but last year, he's 24 and 10 touchdown to interception ratio. Um, but there's a lot of people who question uh, Kyler Murray. Well, I don't want to say a lot of people, but I've heard people question him. He's done nothing but ball out his entire his entire football career. I mean... You know, go ahead. There was a lot of speculation with his contract, like, you know, when they first made his original contract extension. Um, there was a lot of stuff going around, which we know how the media can be <laughs> spreading mm -hmm. a lot of crazy stuff. But apparently, they were saying that Kyler Murray was forgetting plays uh, during the middle of games. Now, if that's true or not, we don't know. I mean, because we, like I said, like with the Debo stuff, that's going a little sidetracked, but they were saying some crazy stuff about Debo not wanting to run the ball as much and not wanting to do this and that. And then Debo comes out saying, no, that, that, that's not true at all. Right. So it's just clickbait shit. It, yeah. You know, I mean, we talk about it all the time in the offseason. You know, they, these, these reporters, they got nothing to report on. So they come up mm -hmm. with shit. You know, they, yeah. they, they, they'll take the smallest thing they can and they'll try to make it, uh, you know, a molehill in the mountain or however the hell that saying goes, whatever, you know, and, um, and that's, that's what the media does. It's, they got to try to make something out of nothing because they need that clickbait. You know, they yeah, need it. They, they need it. They need to get the views. Um, exactly. One, one thing that I wish Kyler Murray would do more of is depend more on his team around him. You know, uses, uses arm more. Uh, it seemed like there's times where, we would watch him play and he would start getting heavy on the legs and yeah, he's moving the ball. But at the end of the day, when we, it's, it's shown that when he relies on his legs more, they end up losing games. Hmm. Um, and meanwhile, I mean, I think the dude has one of the most beautiful deep balls in, in the league. I mean, from the highlights that we were watching and the games we were watching on NFL plus, I mean, the man has a cannon. It's a great arm, strong arm. Pretty accurate. Uh, good release, uh, good tight spiral. I mean, there's no yeah. denying 
his 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 arm talent. He's, it's it's top notch. So um, people who say that he can't throw, you're lying. Stop it. Quit it. Stop by your head. The man can throw the ball. 100% he can throw the ball. If he couldn't throw the ball, he wouldn't be throwing for 3,000-plus yards a season. Uh, quarterbacks, a lot of quarterbacks in the league ain't doing that right now. Um, he can throw the ball. That, that's, I, I don't even know how that's even in question. Um, a lot right. of people say he's too short. Drew Brees was 5'11". He was 5'11". I mean, if you go mm-hmm. back and look at Drew Brees, uh, 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 a first ballot Hall of Famer, uh, go look at him when he plays. The man looks like a freaking giraffe trying to stretch his neck to look over the line. I mean, yeah, is it is it a little bit more challenging for the shorter players? Yes, but Kyler Murray kind of has an advantage over Drew Brees in the fact that he's athletic. He can roll out. He can make things happen. He can can ad lib, you know, on plays and things like that. So, and he's good at it. Uh, how do I know this? I'm a 49ers fan. I have to see the son of a bitch twice a season. Okay, he 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 gets out of hairy situations all the time with his athletic ability. And oh yeah, dude. And he doesn't always throw the ball or always run the ball. He always he'll have ad lib and run around and then break people's I mean, ankles the, and then throw it deep. The Cardinals and Bills game. Uh, why, why do you always got to bring I know, that up? I know. Why do you always got to bring I'm that sorry. up? Oh. I'm sorry. But, I mean, that's a perfect example. The man was rushed and broke a, broke a tackle, got, got, out, got out of the situation, extended the play, ran to the left side of the field, and threw a, a Hail Mary. A prayer. And, to yes, D-Hop. And the man came down with it, and they won the game. Yeah, D-Hop came down Crazy. with it. Yeah. D-Hop came down. And, and, and I know this is uh, just, just on the subject of D-Hop. And we could talk about this another time. We could talk about it on the, on, on the Facebook page. Whoever y'all want to talk about it. Why in the hell is D-Hop not in anybody's top five receivers? We'll put that for another date, but I'm just, I just want to put that out there. Anyway. I know that's been bothering you. I don't get it. Um, Excuse me. Kyler Murray. Um, he's, he's a baller. Plain and simple. People that say he, he ain't. Need to go watch some film on this boy, on this man, I should say. Uh, I mean, the stats speak for themselves. I mean, all the way from high school to college to the pros, he has done nothing but ball out. If you guys would like on another show, I'll read you all his stats, but they're there. You go look them up. They're there. They're all there. I, I mean, 4,000 yards in, 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 in college, 4,361 yards in college in 2018. 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions. I mean, dude, then that's in Oklahoma. All right. And we go to, we go to his high school, you know, just in 2014, I mean, 4,713 yards, 54 touchdowns, eight interceptions in high school. I mean, he's done nothing but ball out. And at the highest level you can play at NFL, he's still doing 60, 66.9% career percentage. He's still Touchdown to interception ratio for his career is 70 to 34 at the highest level. I don't, yeah, sounds, sounds I don't know why I have to sit here and defend him. Cause at one, he's my, he's in my division. He's a division rival, but respect. You got to give respect where, where, where it's due. Right. I mean, the, the dude's a baller. That's like, that's like the whole Russell Wilson thing. Like people wanted to, wanted me to hate Russell Wilson. And yeah, I hated the fact that he played for Seattle cause he was so good. It's kind of the same situation. I agree. He's not saying like Kyler Murray is necessarily on full Russell Wilson's level, but 
I'm saying he's close. Oh, he's pretty close for sure. He um, just got he's got to get more consistent. The, the only the only problem, the only the only knock on Kyler Murray that I have is that later in the season he starts to crumble. He yeah. needs to be able to learn to hold the weight of the world on his shoulders, hold that team on his shoulders. And one, he needs to kind of take some more accountability. I don't like that he kind of like he seems to kind of blame everybody. I'm not I don't want to say everybody, but it, sometimes it feels like he won't take accountability. You're the leader of the team. No matter what, even if the receiver drops the ball, I want my quarterback to be like, yeah, that was on me. I don't care if the receiver, if it hit him dead in the hands. I want my quarterback to come to the press conference and say, I should have given him a better ball. I want my quarterback to take accountability, period. Right. So right. I wish he would do that better. But, I mean, as far as his talent and his uh, the, his preparation and everything, I, I think we need to stop questioning that. I really do. Fair enough. So, um, I mean, especially since this is a a QB league and and not a team league, you know. Yeah, apparently everything's the quarterback's fault. Apparently, anyway. this is. I so. mean, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Hundred percent. All right. Um. So, couple new things. We we made a video um on Friday night. Yes. Uh, it is now Sunday afternoon. Um. Kind of giving you guys an update on what's what's you know what's been going on with the show, what we're doing. But we got a new segment that we're going to introduce today, and uh, our very own Kane McCallan is mm. going to. I guess to, I'm going to be the debut of this, huh? He's going to be the debut of this, and uh, he's. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think he's got some shit to say, and I couldn't think of a better uh, topic for this segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you set me up. Is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, our new segment, No Filter. Yeah, so I guess, you know, we starting on on the false narratives here. I mean, we started out with Kyler Murray. Now we're going to go on to Tua cannot throw a deep ball. This is one of the most bullshit headlines I have ever read or heard in my entire life. Let me tell you something. I've watched Tua play. I'm a big fan of Alabama. The guys who listen, everybody who listen, y'all know I'm a Alabama fan. I have watched this man play from Alabama to Miami. So the biggest thing that I want to ask everybody is how the hell can you have time to throw a deep ball when 41% of your passes is you have to release the ball less than two seconds. Don't worry. I'll wait. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, so they're saying that Tua can't throw a deep ball. He's, he just does a dink and dunk. He's a Tua turn the ball over. You know, I've heard, I've, I've, I've heard and, and read it all. Um, but there is one thing that I, I do want to share with y'all. Uh, the man can throw the deep ball. Uh, in training camp today, well, not well, well, not today, but in training camp over the past few days, they are showing Tua throwing a 65-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill. Uh, he threw a 50-yard bomb into a net. Uh, he threw another 60-yard uh, to Cedric Wilson. And before y'all go, oh, well, that's practice. You, you know, you, can can he convert it over to thing? People do practice only in practice. Well, <clears throat> if you remember the Jets game. 
Tua was being rushed, he broke a tackle, stepped up in the pocket, and threw a 50-yard bomb before it even touched the receiver's hand. He threw a 50 yards under pressure with the dude to catch it and run it to the end zone for 65 yards. It's, it's shown over time that the man, when, when he has time in the pocket, the man's going to throw the ball. He's, he, he, he can sling it. And he's very accurate. And there's a lot of hate going on right now. You know, Tyreek saying that, oh, he compared Tua to Patrick Mahomes. Well, actually, no, no, he didn't. He didn't compare him at all to that. Um, he was just saying that Tua can place the ball where it's right in his bread basket. He just holds the bread basket open, opens it up, smell that fresh bread, and it just drops in there. And Tyreek says in his career that that's where he won't, you know, that's the kind of QB that he would rather have right now. Um, but this whole false narrative saying Tua, Tua can't throw a deep ball. The man's been throwing deep balls ever since I've been watching him in college. He has thrown 45, 55 yards without the receiver touching the ball. Um, it just goes to show if you give the man at least three, three and a half seconds, that man's going to chunk it. I promise you. So that's my uh, so no filter on that. <laughs> so to, to to add on that, you know, um, everyone sees these strong on a lot of these strong on quarterbacks. You know, uh, and the the most uh, uh, talked about one, the uh, you know, uh, quarterback over there, Casey. Um, you know, eighty yard bombs, uh, Patrick yeah. Patrick Mahomes. You know what I mean? Uh, he he over there throwing these freaking eighty yard bombs, whatever. Yeah, okay, he's got a cannon. Certain quarterbacks have cannons. That doesn't mean that a quarterback that doesn't have a super strong arm can't throw a cannon. Right. Or not, excuse me, can't throw a deep ball. Uh, You know, it doesn't, like, these fans, in my opinion, get so caught up in in these, uh, what these other other players can do compared to what this, this player can do. What we need to realize that is everybody's different. Everybody has a different skill set. Okay. Even Lamar Jackson, I may not be his biggest fan. He may not be everyone's favorite quarterback. They call him the running back. He runs too much for my taste. I'll admit it. But he does have a certain skill set that fits him. And he's going to win games with that skill set. And he wins games. He may not be he may not be balling out day, week in and week out like everyone wants him to, but he's winning games. Mm-hmm. So at, at the end of the day, isn't that kind of what the point is to win games? So honestly, I don't care if my, if my QB can't throw the ball deep every play, as long as they're driving and they're moving the ball and they're getting first downs and they're, they're driving the field and they're scoring. I could care less. It's a game of first downs. That's the That's point it. game of first downs. As long as you're getting a first down, who gives a shit how you got it? Exactly. That's the point, right? So. Do I like seeing those big, big, deep ball plays? Everybody does. It's awesome. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, but it ain't going to happen every play, y'all. Okay? Certain, play, certain, certain offenses might do it more than others. I'm sorry. That's not going to be your team. If it, I mean, I'm sorry you're not Kansas City. I don't know what yeah, to tell you. You're not Green Bay. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Not every team does that. Okay? That's just the way it is. So get over it. You know, if your team is winning games and they're getting first downs and they're driving the field, I don't see what you've got to complain about. Exactly. So, never understood that. Y'all, that's no filter.
Look, I hope you feel a little bit better, buddy. I hope you got that off your chest. Uh, yeah. You know, I hope I hope I hope you got some of your frustration out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um so next thing I think I want to talk about is uh Trey Lance. Now I try to avoid talking too much 49ers on here, but this is news. This is actually exciting for it, it it's it's in my opinion, it's uh it's very intriguing. Uh not just for myself, but for football in general. The 49ers announced a couple weeks ago that they're going on moving on with Trey Lance as their starter. And I think that's fascinating. Because uh, everyone's everyone there's that there's that big question mark about Trey Lance. Can he do it? There's not a lot of film on the guy. He didn't play a lot of college. Um, so you know, he was pretty raw, but everyone said he had a really high ceiling. I think this is the season where we really get to kind of see what Trey Lance is. Um, you know, a lot of people are making judgments based on the couple of games he played last year and the couple of appearances he made. And I just don't think that's a fair assessment. A, he was a rookie. He was very, 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 very raw um, in a brand new system in a complicated Kyle Shanahan system. You know, and so to to try to make judgments based on his 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 debut last year, his couple of uh, plays or uh, games he played in uh, last year, I think is, is isn't fair to to Trey Lance, um, but. Trey Lance, uh, I think, brings a lot to the table for a Kyle Shanahan offense. Obviously, the the running ability. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's number one that everyone thinks about. But what I see is that I think I think Kyle Shanahan's going to be able to open the playbook a lot more. Because let's be honest, Jimmy G's limited. I mean, his number one throw is up the middle. Everyone knows that. You you make Jimmy G have to throw left to right, and it's it's a low percentage pass because Jimmy can't throw that. Everyone knows he can't throw deep. It's it's I wouldn't even say it's a fifty fifty chance when he throws it deep. You know, so I think adding a strong on quarterback like Trey Lance, who what I've been hearing reports on has. Um, gotten better with the touch on the ball. He's not throwing like last year the biggest complaint on Trey Lance in, in, in practices was that he was just putting a lot of a lot of zip on that ball every every pass. Zip, 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 every throw. And this year I've been hearing reports that it's a softer ball. He's putting some touch. He's doing touch passes. He's throwing the zip when he needs to, but a lot overall it's just it's just a better ball. It's it, they say it's softer is the, the the way that the receivers have explained it. Um especially uh Brandon Ayuk. Um who, by the way, is going nuts in training camp right now. I just want to point that out. <laughs> I'm pretty damn excited about yeah, that. From everything I've been reading and seeing, yes, yeah, it's, it's very true. But like I said, man, I think I think adding the adding Trey Lance is just going to make this offense way more explosive. I mean, with 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 weapons of Debo Samuel, who just re-signed a new deal, thank goodness. Brandon Ayuk, who's starting to shine, and then obviously George Kittle, and you got Mitchell running the ball. I mean. And you got a beast offensive line already. This offense is going to, I think, be pretty explosive. I'm not going to say he's going to come out and be flawless because he's going to make mistakes. 
but he's got to grow as a player and he's got to give the get the opportunities to go out and make those mistakes to grow as a player and i think if, i think by the end of the season he's going to people are just in my opinion i think people are just going to be mind blown by what he's done i think as far as what they were saying about him um from last year to to this year night and day right um can i add something mm-hmm. There is one thing that is very interesting too that's gonna help y'all as well. With Trey Lance being out there, you know, I'm gonna kind of circle back around to what you said a little bit earlier and to what I'm gonna add. Uh, but the fact of being able to extend plays, um, if he's being rushed in the pocket, he can run out of the pocket, you know, and allow receivers to get open, or he can use his strength and ability to run it you know downfield um but the one thing that is very interesting to me is that you know when Garoppolo was in a shotgun formation and he did like a qb read and handed it off well they already knew that it was going to be handed off to that person with trey lance defenses have to respect the fact that is he going to hand it off to Debo? Is he going to hand it off to Mitchell? Or is he going to keep fake the handoff and keep it himself and run in the opposite direction? So, yes, I think the playbook will open more than yeah. what it was with Jimmy. Uh, I think I think we're going to see an offense not exactly the same, but kind of the same of what we saw a few years ago with Kaepernick at the helm. You know, the RPO, right. the run the run pass option. Um, and I think we're going to see that. And I think we're going to see a lot of combinations with the, the jet sweep, jet sweeps in that. You know, I mean, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan already runs one of the most complex running schemes in the league. Now you're going to add that one more weapon because he'll run it with, he'll run it with freaking Juice, Mitchell, Debo, Kittle. And now, mm-hmm. now he has the option to run it with his quarterback. Right. So I think that scheme just gets way more complex. I mean, you're going to see a lot of, Fake jet sweeps, uh, some RPOs. Uh, this it, the book's about to get blown wide open, and that's what I'm so excited for. Is I think we're going to see more explosive plays down down the field than we have in a long time. But I think more than anything else, we're going to see a much more complex running scheme by Kyle Shanahan, and I think that's why he drafted this kid is because Kyle Shanahan. Is a, is a genius and he's going and now he's going to take this this new weapon he has it's almost a swiss army knife kind of kind of like juice what juice is for that offense and now he has another one that he gets to use in all sorts of different ways so this offense is about to be explosive and as a 49er fan i'm excited as hell about it now with that said 49ers do have a very rough schedule and Trey Lance is going to be tested this year. I mean, straight up tested. I mean, they they they've already got to play the NFC West, which with the with the downfall of the Seahawks, it's not as tough as it used to be, but it's still a tough division. Plus, they got to plus they got to play the AFC West. Uh, and the AFC West, in my in my and I think your opinion is the toughest division in football right now. Right now, especially yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so that that. That right there between the NFC West and the AFC West, that that right there is going to be some pretty tough games. So their schedule is not going to be easy. The Trey Lance will be tested. 
and and I think he's up to the task. I do. Uh, I'm excited as hell for Trey Lance to to, to take over this offense. Uh, I think he's grown quite a bit uh, from year one to year two, and um, I I I can't I can't wait, dude. I cannot wait. So one one thing I want to add to for you, Cody, and other 49ers fans is. Don't be surprised if every now and then Trey Lance does something you're just like scratching your head like, what the hell was that? Oh, without a doubt. He's, you know I mean? he's going to yeah. make those it's, mistakes. It's going to happen. 100%. It's 100%. Yeah. And with the way that fans work these days is they're going to be up, they're going to be on him and off him week in, week out. If he has yep. a two weeks where he's just bad, fans are going to be calling for him. They're, they're going to want him to sit on the bench. I mean, I've already been reading feeds where, you know, people are, there's, there's, there's been uh, passes. I don't even know the name of the backup quarterback. He just got there, um, but he's he was throwing some passes to Brandon Ayuk, and they were nice throws. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna act if they weren't. You know, and Brandon Brandon's coming down with them, and it just it looks it was beautiful, whatever. But mm. like the people were trying to be excited for Brandon or whatever. But all people could talk about is that that's not even. That's not even Trey throwing that ball. Trey, Trey's not even throwing that ball. Trey's not doing this. Trey's not doing that. They're already trying to be against Trey. I mean, yeah. and it's like, I can't ever understand that mentality. Like, I get you, you know, you want your team to win, but it goes back to what I was talking about. You're not going to have these. Uh, everyone's going to have an Aaron Rodgers and a Patrick Mahomes type of offense. Not everyone's going to have that. Get over it. Stop it. Be excited with what you got. You've got some massive weapons. I mean, hell, the Dolphins, they are stacked offensively. And all people can talk about is how Tua can't do this, Tua can't do that. Da, 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 da. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. I can't get it. I won't get it. Yep. Well, Tua's about to shut a lot of haters up this year. I'm just going to say that. I'm calling that now. Don't make no damn sense to me. But, all right. So, whew. I'm excited, bud. I'm excited. Okay. Just like we talked about before, introducing a new, uh, a very new segment where Kane and I talk about something. We each get one minute. It's called two minute drill. Kane gets one minute to talk about something. I get one minute and vice versa. However we go about it. And, uh, it'd be something we disagree on, something we agree on. We really never know. It's going to be a week to week thing today. It's something we kind of disagree on. Um, well, we kind of agree overall, except there's one little piece that we don't agree with. Exactly. So, uh, with that said, uh, time for the two-minute drill, y'all. Let's go. All right, two-minute drill. Um, so what we're talking about in the two-minute drill is teams that didn't make the playoffs last year that will make the playoffs this year and teams that made the playoffs last year won't make the playoffs this year. So, without further ado, have it pulled up. Here we go. Um, so, it's pretty interesting. This so the AFC obviously is, in my opinion, the toughest, the toughest uh, one to to predict because there's so many playoff teams in the AFC. The NFC, right. however, I feel like it's a bit more simple. Um, so I think we go simple first because I think the harder one it is just going to be tough. It's going to be tough. So, um, so for me, Kane, 
That's how I have it. So yeah. last year's last year's playoffs in the NFC one through seven, we had Green Bay, oh. Tampa, Dallas, Rams, Arizona, 49ers, Eagles. Okay. Right. Of those teams, I think a majority of them are gonna be back. Uh mm. and honestly. The only team I see not being there this year is Dallas. I agree. And I honestly, dude, I think the Eagles, or not the Eagles, I think, um, oh my goodness. Um, I think probably the Vikings are going to take this. I think the Vikings will take their spot. I'm with that. That I mean, the Vikings have a very explosive offense. In my opinion, yep. they have one of the best wide receiver duos in the league. Um, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, a mm-hmm. couple of beast receivers. Um, there's a lot of argument about who's who's the best receiver in the league right now with Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Adams, and whatever else. But that's that's for another another topic. But the fact of the matter is, is they have arguably one of the best receivers on their team in Justin Jefferson. Now I'm not I'm not saying he's the best, I'm saying arguably. Um, but, and I think they have a very underrated Kirk Cousins. I think he's pretty damn underrated. We've been watching a lot of film these last few days, have we not? Oh yeah. And we watched a few, few games by the Vikings and I don't see the problem with Kirk Cousins. What, what is it about Kirk Cousins that everyone seems to hate so much? Is it because he's not? I don't know. I I I can't figure it out. I mean, I mean yes, he, they don't. They're not going to the playoffs a lot and stuff like that. I guess, but is that Kirk Cousins all the way though? Because I mean, you go back to Deshaun Watson a few years ago with with Houston. Everyone talks about. I mean, I mean, you take away all the accusations on Deshaun Watson right now and take that out of the the equation, and you just talk about the football player. Everyone was high as hell on him about how great he was, but they went well, they went four games when he threw when he had that phenomenal season. But everyone yeah. was high as hell on Deshaun. And he only won four games, I think. I mean, don't quote mm-hmm. me on that. I yeah. have to go back yeah, to was, but, I'm pretty sure. But then you take Kirk Cousins, who I think balls out all the time and wins a hell of a lot more than four games a season. But he's trashed on. He's treated like Jimmy G. He's in a conversation as one of the most underrated QBs in the league today. Yeah. But there's a couple of QBs that are just fully underrated where you, you just, it makes me scratch my head. Derek Carr. Yeah. Derek Carr is one of them. Uh, but, you know, I digress on this, on this uh, Kirk Cousins thing. What I'm getting at is that I think he's a very good quarterback with a very good wide receiver duo, a really good running back. Excuse me. And they got an offensive-minded head coach now. Mike Zimmer's gone. That defensive-minded head coach. Now, there was a lot of talk about Mike Zimmer uh, doing certain things with his offense specifically to make his defense look better. Now, I don't know how true that is, but there was a lot of talk about that. So you take him out of the equation and you put an offensive-minded head coach in there, I think you got a more explosive, even more explosive offense, and I think you have a a better Vikings team. So that's how I think the Vikings 
take out Dallas. I think Dallas, I think they're going to be good, but their division just, I think they'll be, I think they're going to be third in their division. Maybe I'm crazy. I just think that the Washington Commanders are a sleeper team this year, and I think, I think they're going to be um, better than anybody's expecting. I think they're going to be the team that comes out and surprises everybody. Um, so I think overall, I think, I think Dallas finishes third in their division. Dak Prescott really just didn't show me anything. Ezekiel Elliott, I think he's done. I think he's washed up. He's yeah, he's definitely on the downside of the hill. I mean, they sure. they got C.D. Lamb, but they lost uh, Cooper Cup. Amari Cooper. Oh yeah, oh so yeah, Cooper Cup. I'm an idiot. Amari Cooper. Um, and uh, what was that other one that y'all got from him? Cedric what was it? Cedric Wilson. No. Yeah, Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson. Yeah. Yep. So they lost some offensive weapons and I think their their main offensive weapon, which was been tried they tried to make Zeke be their weapon, and I just don't think he's he's that explosive anymore. So uh that's my that's my reasoning for for that. I think it's uh pretty good. Now this AFC, you know, I, I agree with you most part, but I can't fully agree with you on that on the AFC side. Hmm. Elaborate on that, sir. Well, so AFC, we got we got Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs, Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals, Las Vegas Raiders, New England Patriots, and Pittsburgh Steelers who made it last year in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, again, I'm with you. I think most of them make it again, except for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New England Patriots. Actually, now that I look at it, not most of them make it back. <laughs> but the people who I have that don't make it back is the Pittsburgh Steelers, New England Patriots, Tennessee Titans. I think a lot of people is going to be like, what? When I say this last one, the Cincinnati Bengals. See, that's where we disagree. Yeah. That's where so... we disagree. <laughs> I just don't see that. So, so tell everyone who you got replacing the Bengals. Go ahead. Oh, I got the Baltimore Ravens replacing, replacing no. the Bengals. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. Hell no. Okay, I want to hear your reasoning. So, I mean, as far as Lamar Jackson goes in the Ravens, right? When Lamar Jackson is healthy and as a starter, he wins games. He has been in the playoff picture every year except for last year because he got injured. But every year as a starter, when he was drafted until last year because he got injured, he has made it to the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> his, his record as a starter is 37 and 12. It's a pretty damn good record. It's respectable. Um, now, with... And we're just talking about passing here with Lamar Jackson. In his career, he's passed almost 10,000 yards in his career. Um, you know, there was one season where it was kind of low. He only passed for 1,200, 1,200 yards. How many seasons? Just, just curious. How many seasons has he been in the league? Was it four or five? Uh, four. Four? Yeah, four. And he's 10,000 yards passing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. And that was, I mean, he probably would have hit 10,000 if he wouldn't have got injured. Mm-hmm. 
last year because I mean he had ninety nine hundred, <laughs> so <I'm> pretty <laughs> sure he would have hit ten thousand. Um, <clears throat> but no, I think I think it's shown that Lamar Jackson in his career ever since he's been drafted that he will get you to the playoffs. He is a winner. He's a grinder. Um, and I think with a healthy Lamar, if he doesn't get hurt or injured, and none of his weapons get injured, the man, the man's gonna take take that division. Just gonna take it over. Take it over. Okay. Baltimore number one. Now, now our arguments are similar because we're both leaning on the quarterback again, quarterback league. But here's 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 why you lose because okay. the, the Bengals have Joe. Fucking Burrow, bro. Mm, okay. Mm. You said mm. you said in four years, Lamar has thrown for about ten thousand yards, right? Yeah. In two years, my man Burrow's thrown for seven thousand two hundred and ninety-nine yards. Okay. Just last year, <laughs> my man threw for four thousand six hundred and eleven yards with a seventy point four completion percentage. Okay? Mm. Thirty-four touchdowns and fourteen interceptions. Now I did the math. Okay, just last year, Lamar Jackson. Okay, my man Lamar Jackson. Let's see, where was he at? Da, 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 da. Right here. Doctor will be in. To oh, see we got some stats. Oh, you shut your. What is that? I don't want to hear that. Okay, um, twenty twenty one. I don't know why this ads playing. Twenty twenty one last year. Mm. Lamar Jackson, passing two thousand eight hundred eighty two, rushing last year. 767 yards. Okay. Combined total is 3,649 yards. Still with passing and rushing combination still doesn't beat Joe Burrow in his, in, in, in his passing yards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow's elite. There's no, there's no two ways about it. He has a better okay. receiving core okay. and they just bolstered their shit out of their offensive line. So Joe Burrow might have some time. These stats right here, are with a horrible offensive line. The man was running for his damn life. All right. He was sacked seven, eight times in the Super Bowl. I think he was sacked. I don't want to. I don't want to say this stat wrong. Well, he was sacked seven times against Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Yeah. And he was sacked seven times in the Super Bowl against the Rams. Wow. The man. The man's a baller. Uh, I think he's got better receivers around him. Got a running back. The only thing that I'll give you that the Ravens have that the, the, the Bengals don't have a great, as great of is a coach. I think, I think uh, John Harbaugh is a phenomenal coach. Mm-hmm. But other than that, no. I think Bengals, Bengals take it. Okay. So, there you go. I mean, y'all let us know what you think. Uh... I just don't think it's close, bro. I don't know. If you're right, <laughs> I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> Straight up. Just I don't get it, bro. I don't know how. I don't know. I, I I don't see it. I don't see it. Okay. But that's with that crazy nonsense yeah. said. I want to get back here real quick. I want to look at the playoff picture. I want to look at the AFC. So you got Tennessee out, which, okay. Uh, I could agree with that. You got New England out. Okay. I think Miami takes their spot. Pittsburgh out. I could see that. 
They're, they got a rookie quarterback and uh, what's his name from the Bears? Or they got drafted by the Bears, Tr- Trubisky, M- Mitchell Trubisky. Mm. He's looking to be their starter this year. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers starter. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, so I'm looking at it. So I agree that Tennessee would probably be out of there. New England's out of there, and the Steelers are out of there. We agree. I think you're. I think yeah. you're, you're smoking some shit mm-hmm. on on the on the, the 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 Bengals. Now, I'm not saying that the Ravens don't make it to the playoffs, but I'm saying that the, the Bengals do. The fact that you got the Bengals not in it is what blows my mind. Mm. That's what blows my mind. Mm. So, oh. look. <laughs> well, well, let me tell you something. So, can we go back to that yeah. playoff bracket? Yes, sir. There you go. All right. So, I got Miami taking Patriots spot. Okay. Okay. Um, I got... Ravens in there and Bengals spot. <laughs> don't get it. I, I got uh, <laughs> I got uh, let's see, where's the other one? Chargers. Okay. Who was the other AFC team? The Broncos. The Broncos. There we go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there ain't no room for Bengals to make it, man, because the Ravens gonna be in there. Good <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Uh, so, all right. So I agree. Dolphins are gonna be in it. Broncos will be in it, and the Chargers are gonna be in it. And so that means Pittsburgh, New England, and Tennessee are out. Broncos, Chargers. Three new teams in there. Yeah. Broncos, Chargers. Broncos, Chargers, and oh my gosh. Just said it and now I'm drawing a blank. Dolphins. Dolphins, thank you. All right. That's what I got. So yeah, I guess Ravens don't make it. According to me. And you know what? That also wouldn't surprise me. Right. Okay. But that's fair. That's fair. I think they take second in their division. Maybe. Ravens? Maybe. I don't know. Steelers well, defense. Bengals are going to be a second. No. They're... <laughs> How? <laughs> Get it. I don't. Bro. Sometimes you just get on that shit. I love it. I love it. You stay on that train. Yeah, I love, I love I'm that. On it. You stay on that crazy train. Normally, I'm on that crazy train with you. But again, like we've had this conversation in the past. Sir, I'm getting off of the next stop. I can't ride this one with you. I can't. <laughs> I mean, there may not be any tracks in the future, but that's okay. <laughs> it may crash and burn. I don't know. Probably will, but that's beside the point. Keeping it interesting over here. Hmm. That we do a real fans football talk. Yes, sir. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I love it. Anyway, y'all, that so crazy. That's a two-minute drill. I didn't even time that. We probably did that so wrong. It's all good. We'll get it right next time. First time I ever did it. We may have done a we whole probably, a, probably whole did it like, it, Yeah, it might have been a 15-minute drill. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, That's it for the show, y'all. Um, it wasn't crazy long. 
Got a lot of shit coming up though. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I had a I had a great time. Um, oh yeah. Uh, but other than that, you got anything you want to add, Kane? I mean, oh, we got a YouTube channel now. That is right. We do have a YouTube channel. Uh, real fans football talk on YouTube. I mean, it's we got one video up. Nothing. That's it. <laughs> there will be more content coming for sure. Yeah. As right now, we just got one video up. Um, kind of goes over a deeper uh, perspective of what we are, the the goals and things like that. Uh, so yeah, go on YouTube, check us out. Yeah. Uh, that said, y'all, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, like always, uh, you could find us on. Uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all links will be in the description, our Facebook, our social medias. Um, we got a Instagram now, Real Fans Football Talk on Instagram, um, Real Fans Football Talk Twitter, and you can find us on Real Fans Football Talk on Facebook. But all the links will be in the description. We got one more thing I got to do before we get out of here. Um, if I don't know if anybody's really noticed this or not, but we got new cover art. Um, and one of my good friends... She's the one that did it for us. Her name is uh, Jessica Reynolds. She's a really good friend of mine. Uh, her and her husband, great family friend. Um, and I, I think she killed it. She hooked us up. Oh, she definitely killed it. it, it, it I'm telling you, bro. It, it, it should be popping, B. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, we are super excited awesome. for it. Uh, she was super patient with us because we're, we're just picky as hell and we didn't know what we wanted honestly she kind of just started throwing shit at me and she's like what do you think about this what do you think about this what do you think about this and i was like oh i like it but what about this and at the end of the day <laughs> she was super patient she never got annoyed with me or nothing like that i thought for sure she's gonna be like you know what you need to go somewhere else because i can't handle your picky ass but she did oh no she was phenomenal she was great she did great work um so if you guys want some work if you like our our uh, cover art and you and you need some work done uh you know you can message me on facebook or you could get it on, on real fans football talk you can hit us up there on facebook you can dm me on instagram you can do it there on twitter however you want to reach out to us um but yeah um let us know because she does great work and i just wanted to show uh, our gratitude and our appreciation for what she did for us so yes, you are amazing thank you thank you jessica um that's all we got guys um so Till next time, much love. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Dying gonna give up. Got too little time, I'ma live up. Head down, push forward through the tough times. Cause anything worth doing is a tough climb. Dying gonna give up. Got too little time, I'ma live up. Head down, push forward through the tough times. Cause I'm a live life for the fight, yeah, I'm here to get it I got drive, got sight, always have a vision I go by at night, I be in my feelings I'ma be fine, need time, and I'll soon be winning I live life for the fight, yeah, I'm here to get it I got drive, got sight, always have a vision I go by at night, I be in my feelings I'ma be fine, need time, and I'll soon be winning I can feel the blood creeping up from the heathens, God